The message you are listening to was recorded by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota, for the 2015th SENT Conference. More information about Campus Outreach Minneapolis can be found at cominneapolis.org. No, we're going to do a quick interview and then we're going to take a break. So bear with us for another 10 minutes. Why don't you guys welcome up Corey from ELIC. So Corey and I go way back. Did it turn green? Yeah, you good. Check. We go way back. We've uh, we've known. E- I think it just broke it. <laughs> I did too. Great. <laughs> I've known Corey for twelve hours now. Yeah, this so. is great. Best friends. Uh, but seriously, before we dive into this, it's actually interesting. In the little time I have been able to connect with Corey, uh, how much overlap there has been in our lives, uh, and he'll tell you more about that, but. He played football, was involved in campus outreach, and now does stuff with the LIC. So as, before we kind of dive in, you just want to give them a little bit of background, how you're doing what you're doing, all that? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, so my name is Corey Watson. Um, eventually, once I talk for a while, you'll hear my southern accent. So uh, I'm from Tennessee. I uh, grew up in Knoxville. I went to campus outreach. I uh, came to Christ, actually, my sophomore year in college. I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but... Uh, a weird engineer guy actually shared Jesus with me, and uh, I, I joke with him about that. I love all engineers, by the way. Um, praise Jesus for your gifting that he's given you. Uh, and so he shared with me one time my sophomore year uh, about the hope of Jesus, and I just remember uh, coming to know Jesus, and I went to went to a, uh, a Christmas conference or a New Year's conference, I forget now, um, and uh, just remember that changing my um, my mind and my thought, my process in coming to know Jesus. Uh, and the next semester, uh, just realizing all the stuff that I used to live for, uh, Christ was um, all this partying and all this stuff that I did before, I didn't want it anymore. It was like my life. I just didn't enjoy that anymore. And, I, and it was interesting, as I was spending my time with Christ, I understood Jesus was changing my heart. Uh, and so uh, I graduated actually in 2011 and went to New Year's Conference uh, in Chattanooga. Was anyone at the Chattanooga conference? Hey, yo. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 2011, right? I think it was um, J.D. Greer, Matt Chandler, John Piper, all these guys are there. Um, and I, and it was crazy. You thought, you know, Matt Chandler and John Piper talk would have hit me. But it was actually when J.D. Greer was talking um, <clears throat> and he was sharing, right? I love J.D., who by the way. Who cares about those other guys? Yeah, right. Who cares about J.D.? Yeah. Actually, I didn't know who he was till then. So um, I was like, J.P.? No, I'm just kidding. All right. So. Um, so JD gets up and he talks about his life in Indonesia after he had just graduated college. He spent two years in Indonesia, uh, and he just kept talking about these stories and all serious. And then he just said, he started looking at us and he's like, Hey, if you're single, you don't have any debt. You don't, uh, you don't have a job. You don't have an internship, whatever you got. Why are you not going? And I was just like, yeah, why am I? Why am I not going? That's a good question. You were, it was like he was just talking right to me, uh, and so I, I just remember that night getting on my knees, praying and asking God. I don't know where you want me to go, but man, send me. I don't just let me go. Um, and so through that, um, I got involved with ELIC, and uh, ELIC. I've actually just came back from China in July. 
Um, after being in China for two and a half years, I've been teaching English, uh, Southern English, by the way. It's quite good. Um, and uh, you should hear my Chinese students. That's great. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, so I, I, I came back after two and a half years, just got married about a month ago to a beautiful Canadian woman. Uh, she actually spent three and a half years teaching English um, in the middle schools and high schools in Pyongyang, North Korea. Uh, and so she's been there for three and a half years. Met her in Thailand, actually. Where'd Laura go? I don't know. She already left. Oh, okay, great. I actually met her in Thailand as well. Laura, is it uh, Kopkunka? Is that how you say it? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All right. My Another uh, benefit to going overseas. That's right. No. That's right. <clears throat> Learning languages. Oh, wait, no. Yeah. Relationships, absolutely. So uh, that's great. That's a good little overview. And uh, yeah, he took a break from his wife now of two months to come here for us, guys, for a day. Mm. But uh, real quick, you want to just give us a little bit more details with what does ELIC, ELIC exactly do? Uh, what could that look like? Well, if a student wanted to get involved, what, what would that even mean? Yeah. All right, so uh, ELIC is English Language Institute China. Uh, we've actually been in China and in Asia since uh, 1982. Um, so for the past 30 years, we've sent over 8,000 teachers and actually impacted about 1.5 million students. Um, and right now we have about 500 teachers that are out right now in just in China and Asia area. Uh, we've, we've been, uh, we're in actually in the southeast part of Asia as well, uh, Cambodia, Laos, Myanmar, uh, actually, some we have, do have some people now in Thailand as well, um, and so so we have been in seven countries. Actually, we also have teachers in North Korea. Okay, you, I hear North Korea Americans. I'm sorry, we don't get to go very often. Canadians, though, if you want to change your passport to Canada, you can go to North Korea all you want. Uh, so, uh, but we do have teachers there. They are Canadians that teach there, um, <clears throat> and so we have we've been there for seven different countries for the past 30 years. Now. The Middle East is calling for more teachers, and they have specifically called us, by the grace of God, uh, asking us for teachers. It's amazing the, the idea behind uh, the communist government in China is actually backing us, saying that we are professional teachers, uh, we do well at our job, um, and they still know that we're Christians. And in the North Africa and Middle East region, schools are calling us to come help. As a matter of fact, we actually sent our first team this summer to help with the Syrian refugees, um, and, uh, and it, it was very impactful. And we had a group that was in Tunisia this summer um, in the very city uh, that the attack happened. I don't know if you heard about the, um, the, the terrorist attack this summer. We had teachers actually teaching English at the time down the road uh, from it happening. And so as all the foreigners left because they were afraid, our teachers decided to stay and I just want to tell a quick story with that. The next day, next on Monday, their students came back into class, even after their parents told them that the foreigners left because, you know, all this terror stuff, they're going to be afraid, don't go to school. Their, their students showed up to class because what they had seen in their teachers' lives. And as they came to class, our teachers showed up Monday morning, and the class stood up and started clapping. And it was amazing. They're in, they're in Tunisia, and... All of a sudden, the students didn't want to hear about what they had to teach. They wanted to hear about why they stayed. And it was so impactful because it opened up doors and opportunities. Every one of our teachers had a class like this, 40, 50 students, and said, the reason why we stayed was there. We want to share the hope that we have to share with you and our love. We want to share the love of Jesus with you. 
and tell you why we want to stay. We're willing to stay here even if tax happens. So that just goes to show just some teachers that we have that are really awesome. Um, and so I'm not awesome, I promise you. Uh, but <clears throat> it's just really cool the opportunities and doors that we have and we've been in. So you mentioned those seven countries and you mentioned China backing you guys to, to get into Syria and all these other hard places. How are you guys able to be in these countries, them knowing you're Christians? How does that even work? Like, how can you be in these hard countries, still share the gospel? Like, what does that look like? Yeah. So with ELIC, um, kind of our, our um, vision is that we want to reach the nations through education. Uh, we want to make and raise up disciple makers amongst the educated in Asia, Northeast Africa, sorry, North Africa and the Middle East. Um, and so through that, you know, we, Laura would know and other people, you can't just show up to these countries with a missionary visa. I mean, it just doesn't work. <clears throat> um, and so just like this weekend you're talking about businesses and stuff, this is how we're going to impact the world is doing what your career is and doing what you, you, you've been gifted. And uh, the crazy thing, I haven't been gifted to be a teacher, but I got an opportunity to actually teach English. And this is the avenue that we're able to go in. And so as we teach English to students uh, in Asia and in the Middle East region, um, the thing is, is they have immense respect for you as a teacher. And if you're American, it doesn't matter who you are. They think that you're a movie star, and they think that you've been in every TV show um, that's, that's made in America. They want to know, why would you give up all your money and your awesome life in America to come over to teach them English? Like, there's, they just, it just blows their mind. Um, and, so, <clears throat> and so that's an awesome opportunity for us to be able to turn around and share with them why. Now, again, we are professional teachers. We don't stand up in front of the classroom and say, all right, boys and girls, we're going to learn about Jesus today. Have you heard of him? Um, so we don't do that, actually. We actually we are professional in our job. We do teach in teaching, showing them in specific ways of how to, how to love people, how to be honest, how to be, you know, just certain things of sharing the gospel. But really outside of the classrooms is actually the way that, man, Pete, these students are so open. They want to know about your life and what you believe. Um, and you'd be surprised about um, how much, especially the generation our age, um, in China, they've, they've seen this Buddhism stuff with their parents and their grandparents, and they've seen that there's something about it that's missing. And so they're open right now. They're always asking, what are other religions in the world? What do you believe? Why do you believe this? And it's so cool because I come from the South where there's a church on every corner, and when you start sharing Jesus with people, they're like, oh, I know Jesus. Don't tell me about it. Um, but then you show up to Asian people are like, yeah, please tell me. I'd love to know. I want to hear about uh, what he's all about and why he came and to die for us. So, yeah. So you're you're saying like you know the gospel. It's not like you're in class and you're like saying, hey, today we're gonna learn about Jesus. So open up your Bibles. It's not exactly how it looks like. It looks like more outside relationships, but through teaching and teaching well. But do you have any uh, quick stories or a story of when you were teaching that that led to an opportunity that you were able to share or something cool that happened while you were able to do that? Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is really interesting. Uh, I get to China, and the first class that I teach, I show up, and there's 40 girls. Okay, that was a little awkward. As I walked into the door, um, I'm thinking, all right, I'm getting excited. I came over to China to invest my life into some guys. You know, it's like, and I show up, and there's 40 girls in all my girls. classroom. <laughs> all girls. And especially when I walked in, it was like their eyes were just like, 
You know, I was just like, during the headlights again, I'm thinking, oh, gosh, okay, Lord, help me. I don't know what to do. What did uh, I sign up for? Yeah, exactly. What am I signing up for? Um, and so I show up, and it was cool the first day. I played a little game with them, tried to introduce myself, and I said, my favorite book is the Bible. I love to read the Bible. And this girl in the front just was like, oh, I'm a Christian too. And I'm not going to lie, I kind of got scared because I thought, are they trying to set me up or what? Like, I don't know what's <laughs> Is there a communist person here? I don't know if they're listening or what. And I said, great. All right. Just started, kept going. I was like, um, and so, but what was cool was I was able to talk to her afterwards and she was sharing stuff about how she came to know Jesus. Well, two weeks later, uh, all 40 of the girls wanted to take me out for lunch. <laughs> I was like, all right. So if you could imagine 40 Chinese girls walking across campus with me in the middle, Again, the awkward. movie star. The movie star. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they found out that I played football and thought I played in the NFL, too. And I was like, mm. Okay, anyway, uh, so um, I was like, no, I wish. So I'm sitting, okay, I got you. So I'm sitting in, um, sitting in the cafeteria with these girls, and there's only a table of four of us. And it's really funny. She was talking about nicknames for these Asian people. One of, the, one of my students was named Jelly. All right, long story short. Anyway, Katina... And then um, Maggie. Maggie was the Christian. And it was so interesting because through campus outreach, we'd always ask these questions to kind of set each other up, right? And so I don't know if Maggie knew what she was asking, but she said, Corey, can you tell us about your life before you came to China and why you came? And I was like, absolutely, Maggie. That'd be great. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, and so... Just a softball. And so just yeah. threw it up. So, uh, so I'm sitting there at cafeteria... And I start sharing my life about, hey, before I came to China, here's how my life was as I grew up. I grew up uh, just acting a fool, uh, being an athlete who thought I was on top of the world, but I was really terrible. And, and then coming to know Jesus, that before my life, before Jesus was a wreck, coming to know Jesus, after Jesus, my life. And I was just sharing this whole story with him, my testimony. And as I'm sitting there uh, across the table, I see Jelly, and she's, She's starting to cry. And I'm thinking, Jelly, why? I asked her, I said, are you okay? Like, why are you crying? And she said, she said, Corey, it sounds like your life has been a miracle, as if something has changed completely. I said, yeah, you're right, Jelly. Um, actually, Jesus, his, his life was a miracle for him to come and live for us and to die for us and to raise from the dead. He absolutely performed a miracle in my life, and he can do the same for you. Um, and she, she kept crying, and I was thinking, man, so all of a sudden, all these girls wanted to take me shopping all of a sudden. <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like, okay. So I walk out, and as I'm walking with Jelly, I walk with her, and she's, she, you know, you still tell she's emotional. And she says, Corey, I hear about this story about this guy named Jesus, how he changed your life. How do I know him? How do I come? How do I become a Christian? And it was at that point where I realized I'm around the entire world from where my home is in the mountains of East Tennessee, and I'm in China sharing the name of Jesus, and this girl is asking how she can know him. I mean, it just blew my mind. And those, that's just kind of a short story of how, what an amazing story of how God can use you, even as the Lord was saying, us normal people, because I'm not special either, I promise. So. Except for the movie star NFL player. Except for the movie star yeah. NFL player. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, we're going to move, <laughs> transition here real quick. But if you guys have more questions... I'd encourage you guys the rest of the conference to spend some time with Corey. Uh, I mean, I had a couple more questions regarding student loans, regarding 
What if I'm not a teaching major and Corey wasn't either? So, so ask him those questions because you don't have to be a teacher. You don't have to be a teaching major. You don't have to be interested in English. He wasn't, and it, it worked. So, uh, so anyways, get to know Corey. Spend time with him. And uh, why don't you guys give him a round of applause? And uh, Thank you for listening to this message from Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Feel free to make copies of this message to give to others, but please do not charge for these copies or alter the content in any way without written permission from Campus Outreach Minneapolis. For more information, we invite you to visit us online at clminneapolis.org.